Hello everyone, welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum, where you will hear about car news, car culture, and car talks. Here's your host, Cody Wagner. Hello, welcome to today's regular podcast. It is the 5th of November. When was, the, when was Wheelin' Wednesday? Wheelin' Wednesday. That was the 1st. So I've got an episode for the 1st and the 5th of November, and then very, very soon, the 12th and the 22nd. No! No, in fact, the 15th, and then the 29th for Wheel and Wednesday. Anyway, small, not quite rant, but rambling aside, BMW celebrates building its 100,000th i3 with a giant battery farm where they harvest batteries, use steroids to make them grow faster. We all wonder why the chicken tastes fatty. Or I sorry, I say the chicken. The battery feels fatty the batteries can feel fat. do is there is there a form of fat for batteries for car or even just rc cars really is there i guess overcharging it would be overcooking the battery which would be overcooking the chicken which would make it mush mushy infinity has something new in store for la and it i can't say it looks interesting i mean it looks interesting it's a few lines in the shape of whatever the infinity is going to be that's interesting in and of itself but um yeah don't know what you're doing infinity but keep on going i guess also uh side note i want to know how much mining they had to do to make 100,000 bmw i3 or at the very least 100,000 batteries for the i3s i mean i don't know who knows maybe they maybe they have five batteries and i mean as in total as they put them in groups i have no idea i i want to know what environmental impact that had making 100,000 i3s though in that same vein we should be asking the same thing about Tesla's, shouldn't we? I think this is going to be uh, Random Thoughts Saturday. Not not what this podcast is going to be forever, but just this one specifically. Datsun-based Ferrari 250 GTO replica looks like the real deal, and this article title is wrong. It, it looks good, and it looks a bit like the real car, but it's not full-on like the real deal. I'm telling you, it's really interesting... You'll be able to have a look at it on the blog. Once again, more shameless self-promotion. I wouldn't say that that's completely like the original. Mahindra to build first new factory in Detroit in over 25 years, which, um, that's not as long as I thought. I mean, that's, they might as well be saying, oh, well, Mahindra is going to build the first factory, the first new factory in Detroit since sometime in the 1980s, which, again, is not as long ago as I thought, or as I I would have expected. Toyota wants to chase the front-wheel drive ring record with a modified CHR that they are showing at SEMA, which, if they made, you know, a Gazoo Racing Toyota CHR that was fast, and I mean properly hyper-hotch, hotch? What is hotch? Hyper-hatch fast they still wouldn't be able to do it. And let me explain. The CHR may not be all that much heavier than the current ring record setters. However, it's still it's still heavier. It's still not as aerodynamic and I have no idea what engine Toyota would have to would put into it to get to make that possible, but the new Renault Megane that we've got coming up. That I believe has rear wheel steering, 310ish horse, horsepower. And other goodies like that. And then you have the new Civic Type R, which has 325-ish horsepower? I, I I don't remember that one. I don't remember the horsepower number for that. It's 300 plus. But still, Toyota would have to make something of that caliber to make to beat those cars at the... They basically have to make a CHR ACR. And th- that sounds cool, but let's be real here. Toyota's not going to make it. If they did, though, 
Again, that's what they'd have to make. Anyway, McLaren opens new dealers from Bahrain to Denver. And if you're wondering, no, I haven't been to it yet. I don't even know where it is. Can Manor take Porsche's place in WEC or WEC, I guess. In WEC LMP1? Let's... Manor is that F1 team, right? Manor F1 that I think left and Sauber took their place. Is that where they're going to now? LMP1? I'm not necessarily objecting. It'd be cool. Except that, to me, that's just kind of an interesting place to go from F1 to LMP1. Not that other teams haven't done it before or other manufacturers haven't done it before. I'd just be a little bit surprised that of all place, you know, the fact that Manor is alive is a little bit surprising. And the fact that they go into Le Mans of all sports is even more surprising. Going Zega Gera RS clocks a potentially record-breaking 277 miles per hour on both runs. Although just now, before I start the podcast, it did 285 miles an hour. 285. That's awesome. That's brilliant, even. And I watched the video. It I don't. Eh. It looked cool, except the engine. It sounded like the car would jump revs. And you could say, oh, well, it's doing 285 miles an hour on what is probably not a perfectly flat road. It wasn't that bumpy, but there's going to be some minor imperfections. You know, the the revs are going to bounce a little bit. And, you know, you'd be right on that. And you could even say, oh, well, especially if, you know, the driver changed at those bumps, which would have caused a spin, or something to do with the gear change would have made the revs jump. You might be fair enough there, too. But I don't know. I think Koenigsegg did it. Because the guy behind Koenigsegg, I'm sorry, I can't remember. It's Vong... Von Koenigsegg, or it's Von something Koenigsegg, has no reason to fake it. I, I just don't, I, he doesn't strike me as a person or even a company that would fake something like that. Not one bit. With that in mind, though, that, that rev bouncing, as I'll call it, did sound a little bit edited to me, like they stitched together a few runs to get the time. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it was faked, but that rev bouncing definitely sounded odd to me. Mercedes-AMG continues to test mystery GTR mule on the Nürburgring. Luxury brands facing issues as consumers ditch sedans for SUVs in the U.S. All-electric Tesla prototype imagined for Le Mans in 2030. Even though Estes Park is more fresh air. That air was... That that air is worthy of of getting a can, just scooping up some air and selling it for 10 10 bucks a pot on eBay. That is the only air worth doing that. Anyway, U.S. featured heavily in list of 20 most congested cities in the world, and it is probably one of the, I don't want to say worse, especially not in this sentence because it's not grammatically correct, least accurate, that's the word, I'm, that's the term I'm looking for, definitely one of the least accurate lists that I've seen because they didn't feature any, as far as I know, it didn't feature anything in China and nothing about India at all. So, yeah, forget it. That list is obviously forgetting a few notable candidates for that. Is Volkswagen planning an insane Polo R powered by the Golf R's engine? I hope so, but the Polo isn't small. But at the same time, are they really going to shoehorn that engine into a Polo? I mean, it's something to the effect of a... I mean, I guess they could because it's probably, as near as makes no difference, a 2 to maybe 2.4 liter, maybe 2.3 liter turbocharged engine. Which, hey, isn't so bad. But I can't imagine how big the turbos would be. And if they're going to go with an all-wheel drive powertrain, well, then you're going to have to try and shoehorn an all-wheel drive powertrain into a very small package. And it's not impossible. It's been done before. I just don't know if Volkswagen's going to want to justify the cost that it would take to do that. 2019 Ford Focus ST Estate might get a 1.5 liter turbo with over 270 horses. Which, hey, that's getting with the program. Except 
That's a lot of stress on the engine. Zipcar's new monthly subscription plan gives you unlimited access to cars on weekdays. Analyst says Tesla needs to stop overpromising and underdelivering, and I agree. To be fair, the claims of mileage from the Tesla Model 3 is getting with the program. What the actual mileage is, though, is what we don't know. And if it's less than advertised by a good 100 miles, then I'm going to be irritated. Volkswagen says plug-in hybrids don't make sense in America. Won't offer any. Chrysler Pacifica hybrid minivan would like to have a word with you, Volkswagen. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this. Now we'll see you all after a word from our sponsors. I have a special announcement to make. You can now go on Amazon.com, type in the search bar, Cody's Car Conundrum, and now you can find all of my new merch. And you can even buy a t-shirt that says, I listen to Cody's Car Conundrum. Yeah, telling people that you listen to such an awesome podcaster like me. That's not any kind of self-promotion at all. <laughs> but yes, all you have to do is go to Amazon.com, type in Cody's Car Conundrum, and then buy the shirts you want. Hello, we are back. Speed Core creates special Ford Mustang boss for Robert Downey Jr. And I quite like I don't like the beige-ish color of the car, but I like it. I especially like their uh, their Dodge Demon that they were showing at SEMA. I wasn't there, unfortunately. I didn't get invited. Um, even still, though, it was full of carbon. They made it out of complete carbon fiber. I love carbon fiber. I love, love carbon fiber. I cannot tell you how awesome it was to see that, even if it was, unfortunately, just on pictures because I didn't get to see it in real life because I wasn't invited. Seema, if you're listening, invite me next time. (laughs) Either way, though, it looks so good. I'm kind of surprised with that. They only cut 200 more pounds out of the car just by using that, but hey, even still, it looks so good. I'm telling you, utterly gorgeous. I wish, I wish they'd make a Viper ACR like that, out of complete carbon fiber. That's what I want to see. That is exactly what I want to see, because only the, the hood and the roof and the deck are made of carbon fiber, not the fenders. BMW, Daimler, Ford, and VW team up to launch a European charging joint venture, which to me isn't really that bad of an idea. Except for the Daimler part, but anyway. 2018 Jeep Wrangler Unlimited Rubicon spotted undisguised. Unfortunately, the side I'm using, Car Scoops doesn't have his... I don't know if there's more photos. Still, there's still not as much as I'd like, though. As many photos as I'd like. New BMW M8's interior, or new BMW Mate's interior. Get it? Internet? M8? Mate? Whatever. My puns are great and you know it. Has been spied for the first time and it's kind of a typical BMW interior. It looks good. It just, you know, no surprises here. New Lamborghini concept teased. Could this be the preview for the Aventador successor? I don't know, because I was always hoping that the Sesto Elemento would be the preview for the Gallardo successor. And while the Huracan looks great, I still like the, personally to me, more organic look of the Sesto Elemento better. Ferrari threatens to quit F1 over new engine regulations. Don't know why. And that's racing news. My bad. 2018 Nissan GTR becomes $10,000 more valuable. Sorry, new affordable, more affordable. My bad. With new entry-level pure model. If by pure they mean having three instead of ten hard drives, then sure. Which obviously they don't. Hennessy unveils 1,600 horsepower, 301 mile per hour Venom F5 in Vegas. Supposedly, it beats the Chiron, which. Come on, we haven't even seen that yet, and we haven't even seen it field do 301. If you guys want to know why I'm so critical on Hennessy, let's just say he has a record. To put it kindly, things which fuel my skepticism, my burning rage of skepticism, that is. And I will believe it till I see it. 
And it's verified. No one can see. Gordon Murray's McLaren F1 inspired supercar to be launched under the IGM brand. And IGM just sounds like another computer company to me. Also, there is actually a computer company that is IGM. And I missed it. I, I know there's one. It's I something M. ICBM. That's the one I'm thinking of. Still sounds like a computer company. Audi recalls nearly 5,000 A8 V8 TDIs for increased emissions. <coughs> Dieselgate. BMW M3 CS reportedly debuting this month. What is debuting this month, however, is the Lamborghini Urus. Unless it gets delayed till December, in which uh, I'll weep a little bit. MG looking to tempt buyers with 7-year warranty for ZS SUV. Aston Martin creates limited edition bicycle, much like Porsche, and they're both overpriced. Opel Vauxhall financial acquisition makes a PSA crossover complete. You know what? Uh, taking one from Top Gear, I wish car manufacturers would make mobility scooters. Top Gear did it years ago, and actually, I say that if <laughs> if automakers were to make mobility scooters, they'd probably just be overpriced as well, especially Porsches, Astons, Lambos, Ferraris, and more and more sod. Actually, I kind of wish uh, Dodge would make a Viper soapbox racer. Maybe when I have a bunch of money to spend, I can make a soapbox. I can make a bunch of soapbox racers and make a Viper soapbox racing cup. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> New Audi RS7 Sportback will apparently look like this rendering, and it's probably not too far off, given how predictable Audi... It, their design language has gotten better. Yes. Well, subjectively, it's gotten better. That doesn't make them any less predictable, though. Aston Martin's next Vanquish is supposedly supposed to rival the Ferrari 812, and I kind of doubt it'll get close. And I don't know, because Aston Martin has Red Bull to help them, so it might get a lot closer than we think. Once again, I'll wait and see see what happens when the car comes out. Delphi buys self-driving startup Newtonomy, like Nutella, but for autonomous cars, <laughs> for 400 and 50 million. I mean, apparently they're a startup, but they may not be that much of a startup if Delphi is okay with paying for 450 million for them. Volkswagen Group planning a host of hybrid hot hatches. All right, Volkswagen, bring it on. Put on your big boy pants and fight with us. <laughs> Ford's Argo AI purchases a LiDAR startup. Okay. Jaguar to shuffle around battery pack for future EVs. It's going to decide to play Tetris with its battery pack supply. <laughs> Let's fit it into X, you know, XYZ platforms and make sure that the batteries don't blow up. Even though, quite honestly, people have been saying the exact same thing when they were putting gas tanks in cars 100, 100 or so years ago. New Nissan Navera-based SUV reportedly debuting at the 2018 Beijing Motor Show. New Audi Q8 sounds apparently awfully quiet on the Nürburgring. Buick will play a huge part in GM's electrification push. I suspect this is probably to rival Chrysler's new, uh, or Buick's going to be trying to rival Chrysler's new, their new direction that they're going in. Road and Track names the McLaren 720S, the 2018 Performance Car of the Year, and that's not surprising at all. Traffic looked way different from 100 years ago in one of the first ever dash cam videos, and I watched it a little bit. It is so cool. It is impossibly cool. This, the, wherever the footage is, whoever got the footage, put it in a safe. Put it in a safe because it's, there's a few, there's probably quite a few fil, uh, rolls of film out there giving us a look into life 100 years ago, but this is one of them, and we've only seen it till now. It needs to be preserved. Preserve it. Please. I beg of you. Anyway, begging aside, 
Let's get to this Audi recall. The latest episode in the Dieselgate saga, called it, involves Audi recalling 4,997 Audi A8s in Europe fitted with the V8 TDI engine to update their software after finding out they too emitted too much nitrogen oxide. I need to make a point. Audi's recalling 4,997 of them. Not 4,998, not 4,999, not 5,000, just 4,997. I understand that these numbers, they're not always even. A lot of the time, they're not. I haven't seen one as of yet in about very nearly two years of doing this podcast. However, I'm, I'm sorry. If I was the, if I was the people with the last three cars, the last three cars that aren't going to be getting this recall notice, I'd be worried. Why? Because only three cars Three out of the rest of the 4,997, you know, whoever has, those three cars don't have the problem. What, if they don't have that problem, I'd love to know what problem they do have, if they even have a problem at all. That, you see, that's what always gets me about numbers like that. Because just, you know when it's not, when they don't round it up to the nearest, I mean, not that you can, because... If it doesn't reach the 5,000, it doesn't reach the 5,000. No point in adding in the next three cars. But even still, when it gets to numbers like that, when it's not quite reaching that magical even number, it kind of makes me wonder, what's wrong with the last three cars that that's not being covered in this recall? Anyway, many rambling aside, the affected models belong to the previous generation A8 and were built between September 2013 and August 2017. That's four years. That may sound... Now, four years isn't a lot of time in calendar years, but considering how much hybridization and electrification we've gotten in the last four years, it's a long time in the automotive space. Either way, it's between September 2013 and August 2017, with 3,660 of them located in Germany. Following an extensive internal technical investigation, Audi reported its findings directly to Germany's Federal, Germany's Federal Motor Transportation Authority, or KBA. How do you get KBA from GFMTA? How, how do you do that? whatever, which then authorized the recall. Audi will have the software the software ready for install in the first quarter of 2018, following comprehensive winter testing to make sure that the update will have no negative effects on fuel consumption or performance. Among other things, the update... Oh, wait, this is their... This is what they're saying. Among other things, the update should ensure that after cold starts, the engine more quickly reaches optimal operating conditions for the exhaust gas treatment system so that it so that its emissions are improved in real driving conditions. The company said in a press release, LGE CTS VW Atlas ready for rally thanks to Tanner Faust, which I covered, I think, only a week ago. And what do I think? It looks pretty cool. Kind of like a, you know, VW Atlas Raptor, except, you know, less street legal. <laughs> 2018 Honda Civic Type R price bumped to $34,100. There is no entry model. Skoda Kodiak GT coming as a more affordable alternative to the BMW X4. Toyota Prius RT8 is anything but boring. Impacts a 1,000 horsepower HCAT V8. This is the anti-Prius. I'm sorry, someone someone needs to make a kit to make that. Just so that people who love making Prius owners mad can make them even madder. Ford F-150 Raptor Xbox One X Edition, jumping from SEMA to Forza. Mercedes SLS AMG Electric Drive makes a surprising return, and it is really surprising considering I saw that car in 2012, not in reality, because I'm not that lucky, um, and is an AMG GT EV in the works because of this. I honestly think it would be, considering the SLS is the 
predecessor to the AMG GT. I just kind of have to wonder what's Mercedes' premise for making an AMG GT EV. And that is way too many acronyms for a name. 2019 BMW 1 Series shows its interior for the first time. And once again, it looks typical BMW. Anyway, I hope you all enjoy. Now we'll see you all after a word from our sponsors. I have a special announcement to make. You can now go on Amazon.com, type in the search bar, Cody's Car Conundrum, and now you can find all of my new merch. And you can even buy a t-shirt that says, I listen to Cody's Car Conundrum. Yeah, telling people that you listen to such an awesome podcaster like me. That's not any kind of self-promotion at all. <laughs> but yes, all you have to do is go to Amazon.com, type in Cody's Car Conundrum, and then buy the shirts you want. Hello, we're back for the final time as the Martin Curse by proposed 2021 F1 regulations. Three Dodge Demons destroyed after a delivery truck catches fire, unfortunately. However, Tim Kanuskis, I think I got his name wrong, I am so, so sorry, Deep, I deeply apologize. He contacted the three owners to say that their cars would be rebuilt with new VINs. If that's not customer service, I don't know what is. New Audi RS4 event goes on sale in Germany. Pricing starts at 79,800 euros. I don't know how many dollars that that may be. I want to say 70, maybe 67,000, probably somewhere near there. Alfa Romeo Stelvio Quadrifoglio officially goes on sale. Peugeot's going for one more Dakar win before it quits. New teaser previews the face of Aston Martin's 2018 Vantage. Tesla posts 690 million quarterly loss, further delays the Model 3. Shelby unveils two insane Ford Mustangs at SEMA. Alpine transforms the Jeep Wrangler into an insane off-road party vehicle. Roush 729 Mustang has 3D printed components and more than 700 horsepower. 1036 horsepower AMC Javelin AMX brings HCAT power to SEMA. This AMC AMX, AMC Javelin AMX that is, is called the Defiant. Probably not the best name I've heard, but still, I think, more than fitting for this AMC. New Audi A7 to Detroit show for its world premiere. BMW i8 Roadster to finally premiere at LA Auto Show. Hyundai hires another ex-BMW engineer to help develop future Genesis models. Adios, STI. Last 150 Subaru Direct STIs offered in final, final edition spec in the UK. Unfortunately... The WRX STI is not going to be sold in the UK anymore. Moment of silence. New Nissan Xterra, a name I really didn't think I'd see again, has been leaked. This seems to be the new Navera-based SUV. And before you say it, this looks a lot bigger than the old Xterra. Maybe not as wide, but definitely a lot longer. Musk says Tesla cars will automatically take passengers to their destinations. I'm not sure how to feel about that. Aston Martin's latest dealership will be its largest. Codemasters Onrush is bringing back arcade-style racing. And I have no idea what they mean by that because I didn't watch the video. So after I'm done with this, I'm going to go watch it then. Porsche goes back to producing drum brakes. I mean, just why? If it's for the Porsche purist that doesn't want to ruin the original look of their car and want to put drum brakes on their car because... They'll do anything to make their car look better without it driving better than, you know, there you go for the classic Porsche purist. Yeah, I just don't get it. I mean, these drum brakes are probably better than drum brakes of old, obviously. But come on, in modern society, there's no need for drum brakes. 
Ford puts on an unrivaled display at SEMA. Although, I'd imagine that Mopar can come pretty close. FIA proposes to keep F1's V6 hybrids beyond 2021. Also, uh, to go back to Codemasters Onrush, it kind of just looks like a racing version of uh, Rocket League. And I kid you not, that's what it looks like. Not, or if anything, if anything, it actually looks like a mix between Rocket League and Trackmania. I haven't watched the video, but from the image, that's to me what it looks like. Aston Martin Vanquish S Ultimate is a final farewell. What is 2017 with the car deaths? <laughs> First the Viper, then the Vanquish, then the WXSTI for the British market. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, getting hit in the feels. Oh gosh. This isn't like Cupid's arrow, this is the feels arrow. Oh. <laughs> Fake crawling aside. Uh, yeah. That, that's a shame. So it was the Viper, the Evo, the WRX STI, the Vanquish. I, I think I'm missing one. I can't remember what, though. Mopar previews over 200 parts for the 2018 Jeep Wrangler. They're definitely going to get their Jeep Wrangler on for this, for the next car. Lexus to roll out level 4 autonomy tech in first half of the 2020s. 2018 Toyota RAV4 Hybrid gets cheaper LE grade and has been priced from $28,130. Channel your inner drifter with World First. Electronic handbrake by Ford. It's not the first electronic handbrake, not by a long shot, but it's the first one that you can get as a modification for your car from the factory. That's awesome. Jeep treats us to the 2018 Wrangler at SEMA. They they didn't actually show the car, they just showed a few pictures. And the pictures are awesome. <laughs> 1969 Dodge Charger Defector is a Hemi-powered resto mod that I have fallen in love with. I don't quite like the rims, but I love everything else. Colorado ZR2 AEV concept is a rough and tumble off-roader. Ford and Roush supercharged 2018 Mustang F-150 to 700 horsepower. Is everything coming with 700 horsepower these days? I mean, good grief. Okay, so I just took a look at Onrush, and I was right. It is definitely a little bit of Trackmania, except without the racing lines. Uh, as they said, they didn't say the Trackmania bit, but they said that the game's not even about racing lines, which you know I'm going to ignore that. <laughs> I am always going to take the racing line. But anyway, it's definitely a, a bit of Trackmania and a bit of Rocket League, which you know what? I am all up for that mess. I cannot wait for Onrush to come out. Looks sweet. Back to SEMA. Hyundai Hyper... Hyper Iconic Ionic is a Hyper Milers dream car. Is a Hyper Milers I'm gonna tailgate you to Texarkana dream car. Absolutely. Hyundai Vecar Tucson Sport Concept gets turbo power. The FJ company brings a bit of a, a ute to SEMA, which isn't true. Well, I mean, it is an, a Land Cruiser, which, well, it's not a ute. The, the title's confusing, okay? Either way, they made a classic FJ Cruiser with Modern bits, I guess? Oh well. Modded Hyundai Elantra Sport brings all show and all go attitude to SEMA. Chevrolet's Luke Bryant Suburban Concept ready to go fishing and hunting. Hennessy Velociraptor 6x6 is America's answer to Mercedes AMG G63 6x6. And no, it's not because it's made by Hennessy. Not the not the Raptor, but the 6x6 part. Two Stinger GT and Cadenza, and Cadenza Concepts. Headline Kia's 2017 SEMA Movement. 2019 Bentley Flying Sport bringing Continental Door swag with four doors. GM agrees to 13.9 million settlement in ignition switch case. YouTuber wins a free next Tesla Roadster after referring over 50 buyers and 5 million in sales. Yeah, he's going to be waiting a bit of a long time. Unless he gets it early, which there may be problems with that. And then, of course, if he gets it early, uh, I'd imagine he can't drive it. 
because otherwise that will reveal it before the car is even near ready. Yeah, that YouTuber's gonna be waiting a bit. Ford creates robotic behind to test car seats. <laughs> Baptizes it ro- <laughs> That's a shit. Baptizes it robot. That- You can't just get someone and pay them to sit on car seats all day and tell you whether or not they like them. I mean, I get that a robot is, in all likelihood, probably able to be more objective about a seat. But that's the thing about seats. They're completely subjective. Being- Well, I say completely subjective. Being objective about a seat is hard because, for example, the couches my dad finds comfortable, I don't always find comfortable. So you just gotta find something that you like. And so I get that being as objective as possible is where you want to go. In the end, though, I'd have to wonder how accurate that machine can be given it's still a machine. Even with modern tech. Oh well. Chevrolet Silverado performance concept gets Corvette Z06's supercharger. And I'm still waiting for that for that Ram 1500 SRT10. Even though, let's be real here, that's that's not gonna happen. The the Ram Rebel TRX is as close as we were gonna get to that. And the difference is the SRT10 is a street truck. The Rebel TRX is a Raptor fighter. That's the difference. BMW slaps them performance parts on 740e plug-in hybrid for SEMA and yeah, I mean, putting putting performance parts on it's not that it can't work. But it kind of, performance and efficiency don't really go together. And plug-in hybrid and performance, those words are in the same sentence. So it just seems kind of counterproductive to put performance parts on a car that's supposed to be efficient. Again, kind of kind of counterproductive to me. It's like cooking eggs on a pan that's not, that's not a non-stick surface. You know the eggs are going to mess up your pan. You want to cook eggs. And, you like, and let's say you like your eggs sticky. So why would you, knowing this information, why wouldn't you get a pan that's non-stick so it would be less cleanup? You'd be better off not having the eggs in the first place just for the sake of not messing up a pan. Or, better example, would be like putting a 5-inch lift kit on a truck that you never go off-road with just to go to, you know, those mall crawlers, for example. What's the point of that? What's that going to accomplish? You're not better than everyone else, you're just making your... You're just giving yourself a headache when you're trying to park. Anyway, Toyota consider considering hardcore Hilux to rival Ford Ranger Raptor. It'll probably be the, you know, Toyota Hilux TRD or something along those lines. Pirelli unveils new Scorpion All-Terrain Plus tire at SEMA. Porsche LMP1 driver's top list for Formula E. Lamborghini Huracan successor to be a hybrid. Yeah, that's the tale of the industry. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed. I will see you all next week. Hope you enjoyed. You have just listened to Cody's Car Conundrum. Be sure to join us every Sunday. You can subscribe to Cody's YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash C slash Viper for Life ACR. Be sure to get Cody's books on Amazon at www.amazon.com slash Cody dash Wagner slash E slash capital B zero one nine capital K capital X seven two capital Z if you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Be sure to follow Cody here so you don't miss any episodes. Bye until next time.